I forgot to do this in the last episode I did, so don't be mad at me. Okay, ready? I attract people who help me on my journey. And that's why you're listening. guys welcome back for another episode of raising serotonin how are we doing i hope that you are doing so well because i feel amazing after four freaking days of straight rain and or mist all day long it is finally sunny in philadelphia i see the blue sky i'm staring at it right now so oh it makes me feel so good when the sun is out i seriously am not a human when the sky is gray so today on the podcast, I'm so hype, obviously, that this episode was voted the most of the week on my polls. I put up a poll on Instagram and I'm still going to do the two other topics that I had there, but I sometimes really think that I don't have anything to talk about when in reality, I have always have a lot to talk about. Like, what am I saying? I am a podcast host. I talk a lot. But so now I have this ongoing list of episodes and like just little like one liners of like what I wanted to be about and then I can just go about that. And so instead of saying I don't have anything to talk about, I'll just go to that list. I am, of course, still going to honor my rest and my mood and not put an episode out if it's not 100%. You guys know that. I'm not changing that whatsoever. But I love you. Thank you for being here. Today, we are going to chat about food. And that is so wild to me because I used to be absolutely terrified of food. So to be able to have a whole conversation about food now is mind-blowing to me. You know, that's just growth. That is absolutely growth. And I thought everything used to make you, quote-unquote, fat. My mindset was if it had fat in it, it's going to make you gain weight. So everything I ate was either non-fat, low-fat, whatever. Like if it had fat, I was like terrified of it. And the way that I was brought up and no shame to my mom because it was her mom, it was generational. The times too, like that was when you had to be skinny, to be loved, to be important, to be wanted in any way, shape or form. And if you don't look a certain way, you weren't considered attractive or wanted. And I just, I know that's where it all came from and it wasn't my mom or my grandma being like, oh my God, you have to be this way. Like, no, it was never that. It was just instilled in them and it's a generational thing. But can I share something that's actually pretty sad? And I never noticed it until the last few years. And I think it's because I am just so much more cautious about these types of conversations and also I am more cautious about food and working out and all of those things but my grandmom starts most conversations at breakfast with because we go out to breakfast all the time that's like our thing it's either I'm good on my diet I lost two pounds I need to lose five pounds or five more pounds to go that's actually her line and or she's cheating on her diet that day so she's gonna get a pork roll egg and cheese because that's what I get and she thinks that's cheating on her diet you guys this woman is 90 years old like she will be 90 in October why? Why does she still care about this? Why is it still in her brain? Like, it doesn't even matter. But where I'm going with this is because she's obsessed and it's control. She wants to be in constant control. And 
maybe because it, she's 90 and has nothing really to work towards anymore besides like cleaning and like being with my grandpa, but it's 1000% a control thing for her. She just wants to be in control of what she thinks she can't control. And subconsciously, I see a lot of my old self in her. And it's sad. It's, it's very sad. But of course, she's my Grammy and I love that bitch more than freaking anyone on this planet. Like, I will ride for her forever. Like, I love her so much. And I tell her to quit it and I tell her to stop talking about it and how beautiful she is and that she doesn't need to worry about any of this crap that she brings up anymore. But mainly life is not about gaining or losing weight. It's about feeling good on the inside and on the outside, of course, but it's what we fuel our body with. It's what we do every day. It's the things that we put in our mind and right in front of us. Like You just can't survive without food. And I understand that food is not supposed to be like thought about and talked about all the time, 24-7. Like It's not that. But this conversation today, like I'm talking about food as fuel because I want us to remember that we are eating meals so we can feel good. We can do the things that we love the most and not have to worry about if we're going to be tired, if we're going to be hungry, if we're going to do this or that or want to take a nap after. Like that is not fueling our body. And that is why I'm having the conversation of that, that food is fuel. When I was in college, I was diagnosed with anorexia. I think I've talked about that 5,000 times, but that college version of me was so obsessive about what I can control because my life was just so out of control. That's how it felt. Like Day in and day out, I felt like the only thing that mattered was what I could do for myself, and that was eating, right? But I wasn't actually eating. I don't think when I was in that actual state, it was like consciously like I'm not going to eat. Like I don't remember it being like that. It was really like I'm good. I'm fine. Everything's fine over here. But then I would avoid eating. And that's what I remember. I'd just be like, no, nah, like I'm good. Like I just don't need that. Like I didn't even like think about it. And when I did eat, it was very, very minimal things. And I it was dry, bland, like a sandwich or like a soup or it was just like chicken fingers, mac and cheese. Like it was one thing that I could eat and then just like be done for the day. Like that's what I did. And that's what was conscious. And you could tell that I was suffering, but not one person said a word to me. The only thing, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up now, but the only thing that was ever brought up to me in my college experience in a sorority was I was too negative. Someone sat me down and told me that I was miserable and complaining all the time, which I'm 1000% sure I was. And I'm glad someone said that to me, but nothing changed. Because my mindset was, okay, let's go play the victim now. Like, I remember sitting there and, like, crying. I don't know what I even said, but I just, I do remember that conversation, like, that time period. And that's what people were more worried about and not actually worrying about what was hurting deep down. And like I said, I was just going to play the victim. So the mindset that I had was the worst part about me. And I've shared this before and how it made me feel better to be miserable because it was easier. And I wanted easy at that time because I was feeling so lost. So everything else was just difficult and 
doing nothing was the easiest way out. And I took it out on my food because that was the only thing that I could personally control right in front of me because I thought that my life was so out of control. And I really do feel for that version of me because she was hurting so much. And I wish someone would have had a conversation with her other than like stop being miserable and stop complaining about everything. And not saying that that was that person's job to figure it out, but maybe just to have more than one conversation with me about it, check in. Like that's just the proof a lot of things weren't okay in college. I'm just very, very thankful to be alive and to be able to help other people change their own lives because that is not how life should be. Or even when you're 90, like my grandmom is still focusing on that. Like I want us to learn that we can appreciate food and the access that we have to all the food that we have because some people don't have a lot of access to food and when we do we can make awesome meals and we can feel good after it rather than just eat whatever is in front of us because that's what's available so let's be very thankful that we can take the time to learn how to make meals that make us feel good and have the just have the food in general and it doesn't have to be hard or a chore like food is literally an extension of how you're going to feel inside and out like if you are eating like shit you're gonna feel like shit right one of the very first things that I always tell my clients is when we are putting meals together is that we want to focus on a carb a fat protein and fiber in the meal that we're going to eat obviously of course as best as we can with what we can do like obviously it's not going to be like that every single time but trial and error people like it's a learning process and that's that's it like I don't need you to be like okay it has to be perfect every single time because that is not realistic at all and having a meal be 100% is also not realistic at all and that's not what I'm trying to have us focus on I want you to focus on foods that make you feel good inside and out and I'm just going to explain what each of those four things that I just listed off are very, very briefly. And I love the way that this is explained. This is how it was explained to me. A carb gives you energy. Protein helps you build and repair your muscles and bones and also gives you energy. Fat are protectors and they help absorb vitamins and can store energy for when we need it most. Fiber is a support system because it helps keep us regular, lowers cholesterol, and helps control blood sugar. So we're not going all over the place. So we're not spending time saying that we need a nap after we eat a meal because our blood sugar will be kind of balanced rather than all up and down the place as we're learning, of course. They all have a purpose. Every single one of them has a purpose. And when they are done together, it's really, truly magical for your body. And wasn't that so nice? Wasn't that so nice and brief and to the point? Like it does not need to be complicated and we can break the old habits of I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make this. I'm just going to go through the drive-thru. And this is coming from the girl who ate spinach and water smoothies and non-fat yogurt and a handful of blueberries. That's what I would eat because that's what I thought was healthy. I know it's super intimidating, but it does take time but that time is worth it. You are using that time to grow and to feel good. It's not something that should be a chore to you. It's really, it's about you. It's making you feel good. Like I finally have enough energy to get me through the day. Like I'm not napping anymore. 
handful of naps. Okay, great. Awesome. I was napping every single day from like three to five because I was so tired at that time. But I'm not constantly hungry anymore and I'm not thinking about food all the time because I'm using my food as fuel. It's an energy source to keep me growing and glowing. I glow better when I feel better, right? You can too. And you're not going to figure this out in a day because that's not how it works. Progress over perfection every single time. 1% better every day. We're not rushing into this. And if you think, okay, you can just do this in 30 days and that's it and you're done. No, this is actually how it becomes a lifestyle. You learn over the months that you were trying this and then you grow from it. Like it's not, your life is how many years long? Let's be blessed and hope that we all live to 100, okay? You're not going to have to figure this out when you are 26 and you have to figure it out in a month. Like, no, we have a while to do this, God willing. So that's what we're going to focus on, the mindset switch so that this can become a lifestyle. And remember when I told you that I was negative, was told that I was negative and miserable and that was my being? This is my being now, fueling for happiness to keep me growing because I never want to go back to that place where I felt so low, where I felt like my life was so out of control. The only thing that I could control was food. Like now I get to control my mood, my energy, who access my who accesses my energy, who gets my energy, who I spend my time with, what's in front of me, and of course I get to pick the foods that I want to eat because I know what makes me feel good. But we have to start small. And anytime you start something new, that's the best way to do it is starting small, one foot in front of the other. You don't even really need to set these huge, massive goals. Like if you do want to set a goal, make it like a weekly goal that you can be like, hey, like, did I do this today? Did I do that? Like, no, you don't need to make it like this long term goal because that might become too overwhelming and you're focusing on that and you're like, am I going to hit this whole, am I going to hit this goal? And then that's all you're focusing on when you should be focusing on how you're feeling and what you're fueling with, you know, you know, one meal at a time, one meal at a time, just like one foot in front of the other. If you feel like you struggle the most with a meal, like maybe that's breakfast. I feel like something that you can do for breakfast is find something that is pretty routine for you. Like you kind of wake up and you look forward to that. So it's just kind of, okay, like I already know what's in this. I already know what I'm going to have because it makes me feel so good and I love it. That's my yogurt for me. Like I wake up and I'm like, yes, yogurt. Like, I always have to have it. It just makes me feel so good. It's a great start to my morning. And let me break down what it is. So the carb, my carb is my beach bar, which is a snack bar. And I can link that for you in the show notes. My protein is the yogurt. My fiber comes from blueberries and raspberries. And my fat is the beach bar and the yogurt. So when you are thinking of breaking down your meal, just think carb, fat, protein, fiber. And if you have all of them in the meal, amazing. Now, if you've mastered that, you can move on to your lunch or your dinner, whatever you feel like you want to focus on next. But if you have one down, you're allowed to move to the next. Like, you don't have to just be like, okay, every single day, am I doing this? Like, you will figure it out. It's just a guideline to help you move into that direction. I don't want you to become obsessed with it because that's just not the direction that we're going in. We're going in does this make me feel good or does it make me feel sleepy? Does it hurt my stomach? Am I bloating? Am I breaking out? Do I like the way it makes me feel afterwards? 
Does that make sense? If you have any questions about it, like DM me on Instagram and I can explain it over there. I can voice you. We can go back and forth about it. But this is how I learned how to eat again because I was so, so terrified of food. And this is not calorie counting. This is not macros. This is not whatever it is. It's just trying to eat as much food as you can to make yourself feel so good. And we're all going to be different, but you're not going to sit here and only tell me that you're going to eat two meals a day because that's what you think is best. Like, that's not fueling. You need at least minimum three meals a day. I shoot for four or five, but that's me personally. But you still need to be fueling yourself as much as you can. And that's what matters. We aren't focusing on the scale because it's about feeling happiness on the inside and out. The scale honestly doesn't even mean shit because you usually lose inches before you'd lose pounds anyway. So in my opinion, the scale is a pretty useless tool. But that's just me. <laughs> you are allowed to have one. You are allowed to use one. If you want to go off of that, that is completely up to you. But I will never ask you what's the number on the scale. How, how much do you weigh? Because personally, that doesn't do anything for me and it probably just makes you uncomfortable. So how do you feel versus what do you weigh? Like, yes, we can talk about the number. Like that is an important thing to know. Sure, go ahead. But we're not going to base your results and your life off of that number. And one last thing that I wanted to talk to you about before I let you go today. I talked about it a little bit before, but I know it's easier to make something just like frozen pizza or to order takeout or the drive-thru. Like, don't get me wrong, I love frozen pizza. And I get it, some nights are just so you can't even make anything, like your head hurts if you even think about it. And I get that. And I'm all about convenience as well. But on the days that you have the energy and you have the time and you can do things for yourself, think about how will you feel when you choose convenience over yourself? What is making you wake up in the morning? Is it because you have a job and bills to pay? Because that is 1,050% not the response I wanted. But it's true a lot of the time. And now it's really, really important for me to share with you that it's not like that. Life does not have to be like that. Like, yeah, I wake up because I have a lot of things to do. But only because I have a job and bills to pay? Absolutely not. I want to see the sun. I want to go walk my dogs. I want to play with my dogs. I want to see people grow. I want to help them. I want to read a book. I want to learn this. I want to cook. I want to do this and that. There are so many things in life that are so worth fighting for and you are the main one. I can tell you that right now. You are so, so worthy of doing all of the things that make you your happiest self and fueling your body is one of them. And I am here to help you give yourself a little bit of that purpose again. It's why I like to focus so much on fueling and feeling good because that leads into every other area of your life. Your relationships, your jobs, your passion projects, your self-worth. Like you can level up when you fuel right. I promise. I promise. And some days are going to be better than others. Some months are going to be better than others. We all know the process. We all know it's a journey and a lifestyle. But it's when you are ready to start that, to start 
fueling to feel good because it's possible and there are meals out there that are still so beyond delicious and that don't have a bunch of crap. Yeah, there's no good foods or bad foods, but there are foods that make you specifically feel your best self. And if you are ready to find those foods and feel good and glow up and do the hacking thing, I am inviting you to click the link in the show notes to fill out the application for the Healthy Girl Glow Up for October and to chat with me about how you and I can work together on your health and wellness journey to help you feel good and to live good. Because that's what life is about. Not about waking up because you have to pay your bills. All right, guys. You are so loved over here. I'm forever, ever, ever thankful for you. And I will chat with you guys soon. Thank you.